0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to C-View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer and host, Claudia Pareco. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to release the biggest blocks holding you back from your deepest desires? If so, you're listening to the right show, The Secret Power of You, with special guest Terry Christine. Throughout our highly viewed shows, you and all high vibrational listeners will journey to your subconscious mind a very powerful and mysterious force. To identify what has been holding you back, release it to confidently walk in the direction of your dreams, goals, and intentions. As an intuitive energy healer and psychic medium, Terry Christine is able to connect to the source of the block, tell you when this block was created, by whom, how old you were, and a description of the occurrence. Together, we will shift that energy out of your existence to allow room for the energy of what you desire in your life. Call for free at 805-830-8344 and wait in line or use Take My Call. And for $11, you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash P-U-R-E-C-O slash and then please PM or email Claudia Pareco with the phone number you'll call the show at cview1111 at gmail.com. Terry will assist in helping to point out what you cannot easily see for yourself to heal and guide towards wholeness and well-being. As your intuitive energy healer, Terry Christine accelerates the awakening process by providing resources and tools to help you move even further along towards the life you want most. To contact Terry Christine directly, please visit www.terriechristine.com. Tune in Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time to you and listen to all our shows. For more information, visit cview1111.net and look under Seasonal Shows. Are you ready to raise your vibration into a new blueprint of creation and feel a sense of knowing that your life is transformed into an easier way to live? Get ready. Set your intent to be chosen from the list of callers, and join us in welcoming Terry Christine.
1: Danny, and welcome, everybody, to CV 2023, The Secret Power of You. Today, Cupid is my way finding love in all the right places. Blessings of love and light to everyone. In this moment, we invite you to open your heart to Terry Christine's messages for you. In this time of February 2023, we ask for healing and growth. We walk in faith that this is the end of the challenges. We are in a space for high positive expectations and benevolent change. Destiny is rewarding us with independence to grow financially, restore our power, regenerate our body, and to bring love, the right love into our lives. Open your heart to our warrior spirit that has awoken and is returning you back to love. And welcome, Terry Christine, to see you. I am so, so happy to have you here. Always excited, always um, looking forward to what you bring.
2: Awesome. Oh my gosh, I love being here. Claudia, thank you for holding the space. And some of you regulars that are coming back, you know, Mary, thank you so much. Happy New Year to everyone. And I'm so excited to talk about this topic as we were kind of sharing uh, in the the back uh, studio part of the show. We were talking about, you know, love and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's your romantic partner love. I do what's called PowerStream once a month, the first of every month. And it's a live online group energy clearing. And the topics are, are similar to the topic here. So I did this particular topic on February 1st. And my goodness sake, we dove so deep in it. Talking about, so in particular, I, I, I literally just finished a client and that's why I was like, Okay, I gotta hurry up and I jumped on here ten minutes before and you know Claudia, I'm I'm like usually, you know, fifteen minutes early, but um we were talking about how certain things going on in her life but that she is allowing it. And so when I was talking to her and saying, you know, by you accepting unacceptable behavior by others that is a form of allowing and it's also a form of not loving yourself enough and so that way when you're just accepting unacceptable behavior around you let's say your partner staying out all night or um you know doing something that wasn't thinking of you and mine making decisions without you as your partner that can make you feel less than make you feel irritated and angry make you feel controlled and then you end up with the back and forth but the fact is is that if there's no clear communication without judgment and that you're allowing it to happen in a form of the continuance of it then we are only creating our own demise and that we're not loving ourselves enough to say, I don't need to suffer like this. I don't need to be irritated and angry like this. And that if this can't shift or change, then I'll have to make some decisions so that it does shift and change. And so that's just one segment of many, many, many ways that we can love ourselves and know that, you know, that we are finding love in all the right places and one of the right place is within you. Does that make sense, Claudia? I mean, that's so deep where people allow that on a continuous basis and they don't realize. They think, oh, it's okay. I just got to keep moving on. But then they're miserable and everybody else is happy.
1: Yeah, I think I hear you. And then it is, and I, you, you were talking about how much, many times it's this fear of losing, no matter how bad it is, like you are in fear of losing that which you think is the only possibility of love that you have, and and so you're holding to that, not knowing that you are allowing allowing all the bad that that comes with it.
2: That's right, and we what I heard you say when you said of losing. But the opposite end is what we're gaining. We're gaining the fact that we love ourselves enough to know that that's unacceptable and our heart is not singing when those things are happening around us. Again, around us, not to us. And so there's just these key components. If you really are present and perceptive on how things are around you, then You can shift your mindset pretty easily, but by seeing it differently, just like I said, it's not to you. So if someone says, why does this keep happening to me? Well, it's an opportunity for you first off to reclaim your power uh, because that the power of the emotion. So let's go on that one, the power of the emotion. So if we're living in the fear, fear can be paralyzing, can cause us to be a procrastination or a procrastinator, excuse me. And then we live in the fear of, oh, what if, what if X, Y, and Z happens, meaning that we are a product of our upbringing, the experiences around us. And so, you know, if you lived in a household where the parents didn't survive their relationship, depending on how old you are or were at the time, you could have a sense of abandonment And so then that can be triggered in into some of the behavior that we have in being able to let go. And that's why some people do accept unacceptable behavior because of the fear of abandonment. And it's a fear of feeling, not just a um, tangible thing that you can hold on to like a person. It's the feeling of, oh, my God, I'll never have this again. I've had this love. I'll never get it again. Delete, delete. It doesn't work that way. So what we do is we clear those fears of feeling like you'll never have it because we have to dive deep into connecting more to your love of you. And then that way, those behaviors around you that aren't fulfilling your soul don't need to be part of your experience. Make sense, Claudia?
1: Yeah, it does. But how do you identify where those blockages are? And I know you're the expert of that. So how can we help ourselves with that?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, number one, you got to be present. So we have to be present on what people say or what they're saying. So here's an, here's an example. Going back to my other client, I, it, it's just so powerful because this is exactly what, what we were working on right before here, is that You know she's married she you know has asked him numerous times you know about being in the marriage do you want to be in a marriage and he turns it all around on her but tells her she's controlling or she's doing something and I said but do you hear what he's saying because he is actually telling you that because your behavior is this way he doesn't want to be in the relationship but the reality is when I hear her talking to me and I know her energy, I can feel her truth. I know she's not controlling. I know she's not uh, behaving in a way that makes him feel or, or say because well, he's saying it because it's the, it's a mirror. It's him saying it's because he, he's doing unacceptable things. So what she's wanting is a healthy marriage. And by what she's calmly asking for, and she is with clarity, because she speaks word for word what she said, then I said, that's healthy, that's clear. And she's even asking him, do you want a way out? So she's offering it to him, but then he turns it around. So it's a person that's, and then she'll say, okay, well, he's not saying it. Well, just because he's not saying it word for word that I want out, they can be saying it in between words. So if a person is saying, no, I don't want to get a divorce, or I don't want to break up, but then they turn around and blame you, start fights, you know, just randomly. Well, that's a huge red flag. If they disappear, of course, we know that's a red flag. If they don't come home for a certain amount of time, you know, these are common red flags. But then the one is just how they're presenting themselves to you when you know you're not the type of person. You're giving them opportunities. You know for a fact that this is who you are and you're feeling it, but others can make you feel or or hear what you're hearing or you're you are hearing what they are saying and then you begin to believe it. Makes you question who you are. But when you know who you are, there's no need to question. So that in itself can help you see right in front of you what is going on but the doubt creeps in because we want to give the benefit of the doubt to the others and then before we know it we think we're crazy or we're the ones who are causing the problem when we clearly see it all with our eyes that what's happening has nothing to do with us but it's that tug of war within us because we're hanging on to something our 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 dream our dream of a romantic partner that supports us and loves us if we're married or in just a relationship and the dream of wanting to have someone that has our back, who thinks about us when they're not around, who responds to other people in supporting us when we're not around. Oh, well, wouldn't it be wonderful if we all had that? And I sure hope that there are several people listening that do, but there are many, many, many that don't. And being able to see some of the things, it's a matter of truly communicating how you're feeling without judgment, being calm about it, taking the emotions out. And I know that can be difficult when you're in the middle of an emotional connection with someone. But once you take the um, emotions out, just like like Claudia, if you came to me and asked me about a girlfriend and you didn't understand why she was saying these things, I stepping in with no emotional connection to it can see it quite clearly when when you're in it with emotion strangleholding pushing shoving emotionally all this you know energy going back and forth it can be very difficult when you're in it that's why it is really important quiet your mind meditate my friends it really does work 15 20 minutes Ask for answers, get the clarity, grounding yourself, calming your energy, and then presenting. So even if you're in the middle of a back and forth, you can say, you know, I'm going to stop right here before it gets any further, and I'm going to come back to you in about an hour. Go meditate, ground yourself, walk around the house, walk outside, feel, take the emotion out. You can act like your own best friend, so who's someone who can see things differently and go in and say, Okay, let's talk this out because what I'm hearing is X, Y, and Z. What I'm saying is X, Y, and Z. And so I would like to meet in the middle. It's not all about you and it's not all about me, but we obviously have differences. So, and I just heard somebody says that's easier said than done. I just literally heard that in my head. It really isn't my friends. So if you're already setting up that intent for yourself that it's hard, well, what do you think it's going to be? It really is about being present, really seeing between the words, and you can clearly see actions, and then knowing. I always told um, all my clients and my, especially my family re- recently, is the truth always makes sense. I'm going to repeat that. The truth always makes sense. So if it doesn't make sense, then. It's okay to go hmm. <laughs> and then you can choose to respond then or later, but I would say not much later because you may be missing the opportunity to be able to communicate through something that is being presented, right? There's a little little story. I'm going to tell you this exactly. So, and it was this is exactly what happened. So, I I ended up I just got back from going to Egypt it was an amazing trip and I sat down I have a cat which is my daughter's cat but she she gave her to me and I said okay honey while I'm away I want you to watch the cat because I was going to be gone for 17 days and I don't even like the cat being away by herself for one day because she's getting older and they get very finicky so so, anyone who has older animals can totally relate and so I have a doorbell uh, uh, camera for packages because we all know what's happening out there and so I can see when people come and go and so we set it up that she was going to stay at the house because that's what I wanted and so as soon as I left she didn't show up for a couple days and I could tell so I text her and I said hey how's it going did you go buy the house she says yes So I didn't even respond. I said, well, okay, hope the kitty's doing well, and I let it go. So now she's the cat hasn't been, nobody's seen the cat for two days. So I called a friend of mine I said, run over to my house. Just make sure the cat's okay. Make sure she's fed. Everything's cool. And then I covered, but I waited another day, and she showed up that night. So now we're on the fourth day, and I called her, and I said, look, and this was with patience." and I'm, I'm sharing this so that you can understand how this can work. I said, you know, I love you so much, and we had an agreement. However, unfortunately, I do know that what you said didn't come out as what has happened. Now, you see, I didn't say lie. I wasn't blaming. I just said it didn't come out as what has happened. And so I'm not mad, and I wasn't. I'm not mad, I said, but I now want to know what the new arrangement is. So you see how I I reclaimed my power, and at first I was irritated, (laughs) but I wasn't going to throw it on her. I had to take my emotion out, and then I gave it back, where do we stand now, so that we can communicate on what she wants it to be, but what I wanted it to be, and we had agreed on, so what we did agree on was a mutual perfect, it just worked out perfect, but that's how you can see things you can respond to it differently without it being too aggressive take your emotions out even though i was mad at first it did take me like 24 hours and that's why i gave it a gap and then approached it to where i wasn't going to get pushed back and that we could both come to a mutual agreement and still feel loved and supported So, and I know some people would say, well, what about her? She said she made, she, you know, she was going to do that. She lied or she, you know what? It's sometimes people will, for whatever life is, right? We all know life shifts, life changes, life is, and we all are very flexible. Our body's flexible. So our mind, body, spirit needs to be flexible, but we don't have to accept unacceptable behavior, so as I explained it to her, I'm like, you know, it didn't work out the way we had agreed. And so that's how you can get through some of the gaps in where arrangements don't turn out the way they've been agreed upon without it going berserk or crazy in your marriages and your relationships and your platonic relationships as well. So does that answer your question, uh, Claudia, about how you can see? Because there was quite a bit of information <laughs> sure I threw out there on that. But
1: I just thought, wow, it's a perfect story, too. Yeah. And, you know, the good thing is that I can release and replay because many of the things you have said, they are really, really, really good. And when I re-listen to these uh, episodes, it helps me, remind, uh, reminded me, and then I will listen to whatever else is good for that moment in my time, but yes, many times uh, removing yourself from the situation gives you that pause and in In that example that you gave me, I understood that when you came back with a new agreement, you were in a in a position of peace and still got what you needed in a, a peaceful, responsible way from the other person without having to get into the nuances of, you said Did you can do that, which we all fall into that trap.
2: That's right. And the reason why people ha- can lean into exaggerating a little bit of their truth is the fear of the end result, right? So she was fearful of telling me whatever changed in her life. She couldn't obligate to what she had committed to. But then also, what was going down was the cat. So the end result. And then again, taking the emotions, taking the argument, and then knowing that you know we can we can both come to an agreement and and both and no and so what I set a precedence of is safety. So when i say to many of my clients i say you're not safe and the first thing people think in their head is physical assault well safety can also be communication can be feeling like you want to be in the same room or environment not that they're going to attack you but the emotions and all of that right so but specifically if she felt that she couldn't tell me for whatever she didn't feel safe enough What I did is I set the precedence of saying, okay, I'm not angry. We're going to come to a conclusion, and then we're going to, you know, all be happy, including the cat. And now (laughs) she knows that the next time, if there is, and I'm hoping there won't, but if there is, remember, we can just, you know, life is, that she can feel safe to say, you know, Mom, I know I made this commitment, but... I had to change, and this is why, and I'm doing my best, or I have backup. and then now she's taking ownership of her commitment and her responsibility. And so it can be with friends, family, lover, whoever, by being able to say that so that they can get us out of their patterns as well. So it was a win-win for both of
1: us. Wow, thank you. So, are we ready to get some of the callers and see how we can help them out? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so we're going to start going to Keisha, and she's Take My Call user, so she gets too questions.
3: Hello? Hi, Keisha. Terry. Hi. Hi, Terry. Hi, how are you? I haven't spoken to you ever.
2: <laughs> I know. Welcome back. So what can I do for you, love?
3: Uh, actually I wanted to ask two questions but they're very related. I wanted to ask about um what can I do personally? Like what am I God saying that I can do that makes me feel loved, that makes me feel worthy. I'm 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 just wondering um what I can do, like things I can do to help me get that feeling. Mm-hmm. Not to say I don't have you, it but just
2: Mhm. Mhm. Yes. So, you know, I love that question because and when I respond it's gonna be so simple and you're gonna go, Oh, I've done that or "Oh, but but you have to be in it. And let me tell you the different diff what I'm talking about. So Okay. When When you're spending a little time for yourself, dedicating some time for yourself. Maybe take a bath uh, or read, uh, like commit to reading five pages before you go to bed of of a book that you're saying that you don't have time to read. Uh, Making sure you get your most favorite lotion. You know, some people say, oh, Mm -hmm. that's a luxury. No, I find that several of these things are a necessity. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to keep my sanity half the time, <laughs> excuse me. But these little things, so, so you know, I, I just share my antidotes. So when I, I, I take a bath at night because I love it, it helps me go to sleep within seconds because I take it really hot it's just very relaxing. But when I mm-hmm. get out of the shower, I do the same thing when I get out of the bath. I put a lotion on and I put it on lovingly. I rub it up and down. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is helping my skin. And I literally say that, and I look at my skin. And what happens is I'm creating a pattern of loving me by doing these these things that are just part of my regimen. And so now I automatically go to the lotion. I don't think and go, oh, I forgot to do it. I just automatically go, and I'm looking. and said, oh, wow, look, I... I must not have drank enough water. So I'm now becoming more present, meaning that my skin might look a little bit drier. But I'm now fully present in how I'm looking, how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. And then it reminds me how much water did I drink that day. So you see how it kind of shifts into high gear of what have I done for myself today? Was I weak in anything like my water or, you know, um, just slowing down a little bit? Um, I'll find that I'm super busy I might stand at the because I I live alone right now but I'll stand at the counter and eat and I'm like why am I standing up so I'm like okay sit down there's these little things to say I love myself enough to be present I love myself enough to know that I want to do these things for myself and then it also shows the world that I am taking care of myself because that's important we always want to present as like you know, wow, she's got it together. So it's a combination
3: of winning for yourself and winning for the
2: people that are looking at you,
3: right? <laughs> yeah. So that's what my guys are saying. I specifically need to do is it that I'm not being present with myself.
2: So did you see how I took it one notch, notch more? Yeah, I said like, that, yeah, kind yeah. Of like
3: being present. What with, with the things? Yes. I guess With the the me time or the personal things you're doing, uh, being present. how my
2: skin looked. It wasn't just about putting the lotion on, but then I realized, oh, my skin doesn't look as as vibrant because I did put mm-hmm. lotion on last night before I went to bed, so I must be dry. So then I, all of a sudden, these are the patterns that my mind automatically does because I'm the intuitive that I'm, and for myself and for my clients. So I immediately go into, huh, how much water did I drink? So that's where you're being more present to love mm-hmm. you deeper, mm-hmm. right? You okay. get that now? Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. Yes. yes, yes. Yeah, I was just asking if that's what they said, like, for me to specifically do. Like, that's, you know, how each person, something can make you feel loved and something else can make me feel loved. You you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, um, yes. I'm just, yes, I'm yes. Just, so I also oh, want to know your Well, my, I, got
2: all the, mm-hmm. I got all those, yeah. um, you know, because I'm Claire audience and Cynthia yeah. and all those cool things. So I saw the movie in my head. It was a flash. I saw myself getting out of the tub. So I knew okay. that was something I needed to tell you about. So I don't just tell st- okay. random stories. I actually let the movie happen. So go ahead. That was a good
3: question. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no, no. I just want to know if I am open to receiving love? Um, am I open to, I, I consciously think I'm open to receiving love. I I would love to be in a great relationship, romantic relationship and I want to create that. I'm just wondering am I open to receiving it?
2: Mm-hmm. So just as you were saying, am I open to receive and I saw the L, I saw a ruler right in front of me and it was right at 80% yes. That 20% ooh <laughs> and I'm shaking and I can feel my stomach for so the portal of emotions. That's the solar plexus. So the twenty percent, you know, think about it, you could be, you know, at ninety nine and that one one percent could be the the atomic bomb. <laughs> and so eighty percent of you is like the and it doesn't have to be fear, but doubt is huge. Doubt can really shift a stop sign. So if you're already going, oh, but I doubt I could have this perfect person that I'm listing in my head, or your girlfriends will begin to say, you know, you're so high maintenance because you know, you know, you just got maybe accept him where he can be, you know, five uh, eleven instead of six two, you know, and and but it's, that's what really makes your heart sing. You're not high maintenance. It's really what you're your connection to your soul is asking for, right? But when we're hearing mm-hmm. other people telling us we should be denying ourselves and, and, you know, whatever, then it makes us doubt ourselves. And then on top of that, if you have a big gap between, you know, partners, you know, then you're thinking, is he really out there and am I really being too high maintenance? But then you really have to <laughs> sit back, yeah, then you really have- <laughs> And you really have to sit and think. So so here's an example. So let's say uh, your dad in your childhood was very tall. Let's say he was six six one, And so mm-hmm. the, every time he came to you, when he walked in the door, he was straight up. But then he came down to you and picked you up. So then he created the pattern of safety with very tall people. Short little girl, tall little, really tall guy. And so that's why a lot of women are attracted to very tall men because that's what we always looked up to. They were massive when we looked way up there, you know, to them. And so mm-hmm. now are you being – are you living in the comfort of what you had in your childhood versus saying, I want something else, but I just don't know
3: what it is? Is that – do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so I'm just wondering what can I say or do to, okay, so I want to let this fear go. I have no interest in it. <laughs> I want to be at 100%. How do I just, mm-hmm. if a doubt pops up or sometimes it's conscious or unconscious, what can I do? Just say mm-hmm. how you do like the delete stuff. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I love you. I love okay. you.
2: <laughs> so, all right. So first off, if a doubt comes in.
3: You have to be, you
2: know, I talk about being present at all times. We have to be, it can be, right. oh, you got to be present
3: in what's in that yeah. head. If you start, like, yeah. with your,
2: you know, you're out with your girlfriends. Do you go out with your girlfriends a little bit?
3: Um. Sometimes, yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, because that came up twice. So um, so we, let's say you're out with a girlfriend. You know, two, two of them are hanging around, you and two others. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, my God, you know, I had this guy. And, oh, I wish I had something like that. And that's a doubt. Because, yes, you can have something like that. And then you can just say, now that you've said it, stop in mid-sentence. All right, everybody, I'm setting my intent. And and be all in. Like, no, he's mine. i got him. I may not see him right now, but he is here. I can see his presence. And make everyone laugh about it. But the fact is, you're doing that childlike energy, which brings forth in a fearless way the things you're trying to create manifest. Okay? So you've okay. got to be present in what comes out of your mouth, and what's in your head. So right. if you're if you have that tendency, and this is for anybody else that's listening, so your questions are amazing for everybody else as well. So if you're if you have this tendency to to get something done, and you made a mistake, which you can consider it a mistake, but it's not meaning I didn't I missed a corner or I, I I didn't end the paragraph correctly with my work at you know project at work. You didn't make a mistake. It's just an opportunity to see something differently. And then go, some people will say, I'm stupid, delete, delete. Or I'm, uh, I I don't
3: know what I was thinking. A failure or something. Yeah. Like they kind of beat themselves up. Yeah.
2: Yes. But that can be an automatic pattern. Depends on the childhood. Remember, all of these things are from our childhood, Right. So Mm -hmm. when you are fully present on if you're doing the self-sabotage to yourself or thinking in your head about that or even out loud to your girlfriends, you don't have to wish anything. You are that. Everything, you can set your intent that it happens, Mm -hmm. right? And that's like a magnet. Become the magnet. So what I would suggest, my darling friend, is every morning when you get up, just I am so grateful for this Birthday celebration
3: because every day is a birthday There's in my birthday. world. I say that too. I say that too. I say that, too. and I said, you know what? Every day is Valentine's Day too, ladies. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So, but
2: when you're when you're you know acknowledging that mm-hmm. and celebrating that, you you can also say, you know, I'm so excited to receive the, all of this unconditional mm-hmm. love that's in store for me today. I'm so wow, excited I to receive. It. You see, I am so excited yeah. to receive. I hope everybody's getting this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank yes. you.
2: My Thank pleasure you so much. Oh, my
3: <laughs> pleasure. Happy Valentine's, you. You happy Valentine's Day. You too. Happy Valentine's <laughs> Day to you, Claudia. Everybody listed. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Thank you as well. Wow, that was so awesome. So now, Terry, let me know. You want to go to California, Arizona, North Carolina, or New Mexico? I think we'll do New Mexico.
2: Okay, so Melissa. Melissa. Oh, how are you doing doing today? Mm -hmm. Melissa. Hello, how are you? I Hi, uh, nice talking oh. to you. Nice talking to you. Um, big fan of the show. Sure. Awesome. So, How can we um, help you love? Yes. Happy Valentine's to you. Um, this is my question, please. Um not not desperate, okay. You kinda of know about Valentine's is over the touch. It's more touchy than any other month. And I'm glad you're doing a Valentine's because every time it comes, like instead of me feeling happy sometimes I feel sad. Why is that? Because, again, I'm not desperate. So, like, the question is, do you ever see, like, down the road, like, it will be
3: like a proposal, marriage proposal for me, for I?
2: Uh-huh. So, I want to so, talk about some, uh, I'll answer that in one quick second. But as yeah. soon as you started talking, I I felt like my eyes started getting watery, meaning I wanted to cry. And you said wow. twice, at the very beginning, And in the middle, that I'm not desperate. And even saying that makes me sad. So it's telling me that you're really, really way too concerned about how everybody else is perceiving you. Because by you asking that question, never once would I have ever thought you were desperate. I would have thought a simple question wanting an answer But by saying that twice is telling me now we have to look at you. And if you're feeling very subconsciously uncomfortable about how people are seeing and perceiving you, then you're going to be highly aware of how you're acting, especially around a potential partner that can scare that person away. Yes, I understand. Yeah, you write about that. I'm thinking yeah. about this. It. It's amazing how you got that right. Yeah. Well, 17 years of practice, my love. <laughs> so, so I feel like I just picked up dad. Uh, and so, for several of you that have, are hearing or uh, following me for the first time, that there are five ways to pick up limiting beliefs. The first two are mom and dad or mom and dad-like figures. could be grandparents or other people that are caregivers, right? The third is God, the fourth is someone else, and the fifth is something else. And usually the first two are mom and dad because usually, and I I have to say usually because it's not always true, but usually we have the mom and dad and the four walls of our upbringing and then the patterns within that. I feel like your dad has put a little bit of criticism either verbally or or his actions to make you feel less than and always make um always apologetic i just heard so did you find yourself um apologizing for more things than you should have been apologizing for yes i did I okay mm-hmm. there th- this I is couldn't... all about childhood so there we are and so now If you were finding yourself always apologizing, then bingo, not good enough. So through the apology, uh, apology, we're trying to say, hey, I want to step forward and apologize so that I can show you I am good enough and then we can move forward. However, when you have a pattern that you're always doing it, then you're always feeling I'm having to apologize even to breathe so I can be good enough for you. And so there is your biggest challenge. You've got quite a few limiting beliefs in your subconscious. So I, bringing all of this up, everyone always, always, always has the possibility of anything in their world, marriage, you know, um, 10 children, they have the possibility of all of that. Now, is it the strongest possibility? That's where we have to weigh how many limiting beliefs are in your subconscious based on the end result of where you're wanting to be to get that marriage proposal. So we already said, oh my gosh, we have a sense of not being good enough, of having to apologize all the time, of very concerned about how people see me, have to really supersize and be highly sensitive in what I'm projecting on how they see me. I can say it's going to take you a long time to get a marriage proposal. Because we have to get you to the space that I love me for who I am. And I am the magnet to that person who's going to love me for who I am no matter what. We're going to laugh. We're going to have fun. We're going to have lots of adventures. And there's going to be an instant marriage proposal. But if you're concerned with all those other things that are in your subconscious, conscious space, that's where you're going to have a lot of challenges getting to your end result as quick as you want to be. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, okay. If if I change my pattern, um, I don't think about it. And, and I think it's a little bit unfair to the universe that if I, if I don't even think about it, for it to block for me to have an opportunity Mm-hmm. Well let's talk what we just said We Remember we're working in Right now you and I are consciously speaking We're present and we're hearing Subconsciously It's like a memory stick Of a computer You're You carry a subconscious blueprint Of your childhood So it's not that you have to take And go outside of yourself and blame the universe For not giving you the love that you're wanting It's you in the blueprint of your childhood and what you felt that you had couldn't have, could have, didn't want it, and now it's, in, it's like sewn in like a thread. So what we have to do is cut the thread, pull the thread out. But just like the girl right before you, she was asking specific questions on how she could see things to get to 100% of receiving what it is that she truly wanted in her life. And what did we do? We turned it back into her and being more grateful and and knowing that she is a magnet to everything and more. Everything. Do you see how I'm speaking? I get shaky and I'm like, I own it. So when you own that stuff, nobody, I am saying nobody can ever get between you and your end result because you own it. So, but your subconscious where you don't remember but it is that thread in you still remembers make sense yes I so do. in order so to are to in in your case we have to dive deeper so it's it's about you know Working with someone who can help you you can work with me. You can work with a sound healer You can work with a Reiki master you can work with I mean There's so many spiritual modalities to shift energy out there So but whatever resonates with you I just create opportunities and I tell people you have the opportunity to step in so for you you choose what resonates for you But to take it a step further because like most people I'll figure it out. I'll do it I'll read a book you know, and ten years later, they're still saying the same thing. So we have to actively engage in making changes in order for change to happen. Makes sense. Yes, ma'am. All right. Sure. I um, I I feel like that answered your
1: question. And thank you for calling, Melissa. And if she wants to get in touch with you, um, what's the best way to contact you, Sherry?
2: Oh, I love you, Claudia. You're my best bud. So there's many different ways. But first off, if anyone has uh, the Oprah Winfrey Network on their TV, uh, the own network, I am seen on Love and Marriage DC. Yes, I'm the intuitive Terry on Love and Marriage DC. So you can find me on Season uh, 1 on episode 6 and 8. You can also find me on Instagram, on YouTube. My website is my name, Terry Christine. Uh, Oh, my gosh. Uh, You can find me on Amazon because I've written my book, The Secret Power of You. So just Google me, and I've got about 10 pages of various things. But, uh, yes, thank you,
1: Claudia. But, yeah, make sure you check out Love & Marriage DC. Thank you, Terry. Okay, so now where do you wish to go? We have North Carolina, we have California, and we have the chat room. And what was the last one? The chat room.
2: Oh, the chat room. Oh, uh, yeah, let's do the chat room. we got to give them some okay. love, too. <laughs> okay, so
1: it's, I, the question goes like this. It says, I resign from my current job this week. And now I have two options. And the question is, if I go to company M, I will leave behind very good friends where I found love and sentence, especially Roland. Or if I come back to that company, I don't have to leave them.
2: Okay. Well, they did wrap the love in there. So I was going to get ready to say, I don't know about that question, however.
0: So you're not
2: tied. You're not tied to an experience to continue to love someone. There's your answer. So if you're saying if I leave because I get to see him every day, then you are setting yourself up for failure because we have the phone. We have other ways. You know, you can meet him. You know, outside. You have Zoom. You know, all these FaceTime. And to continue to be able to interact with your best uh, bud at work but you cannot allow yourself to become stagnant due to someone else and that connection you see so if you're feeling like you know you're stagnant in your job and you need to continue to grow which everyone is put on this planet to expand and grow you are going to be forced to expand and grow. And so if you're going to work and you're hating the job and you're not liking it, you got to be careful because you start saying that. Remember, I told the, the first girl to be present in what you're thinking. and if you're thinking always that I don't like this job, delete, delete, then that job won't like you either. And before you know it, you're terminated or downsized. So if leaving is going to be where you can expand and grow, and get more of what you're saying that fulfills you in your career, then I would say Roland is can will still be your connected buddy, but in a different capacity, not not in the connected face-to-face uh work environment.
1: And there's always the possibility of more and better wherever she's going, right?
2: Absolutely absolutely you know as i as i mentioned we're here to expand and grow so when you're when you said always better i would say always to expand and grow you're going to find there are going to be experiences that don't feel so pleasant you have the good the not so good and the not so great and but within the not so good and not so great is All the opportunities to see your limiting beliefs to respond differently to reclaim your power to love yourself Uh, but it's just how we respond by pushing back that doesn't allow us to really supersize into that experience right so that we can continue to grow so everywhere you have opportunities no matter if you stay or you go but if you are connecting for this this particular um participant on the show she's connecting that if she stays she's not growing well there's your answer so and an individual you always continue a relationship when you're so connected like that anywhere you live, anywhere you are. I mean, you know, we've heard stories where people have had long-distance relationships, East Coast, West Coast, they do that for years and then eventually marry. So, you know, that's just time and space. That's all. There really isn't any distance with time and space. It's just a matter of how you're perceiving you need to be in front of this person's eyes and you're setting your own self up for failure.
1: There's a lot of message in what you just said. So, little uh, to check on that, because I, I, <laughs> she said it right there. Okay, so let's continue. So, let's go with California or North Carolina. North Carolina. Okay, Mary, you're here. And then you're next. Hey.
3: Hi, Mary.
2: Hi. I love you baby girl welcome back oh i'm so i'm so glad i got in um to talk to you um i my i would like for you if you if you're willing to happy and or if you can look and see what's ahead of me coming up relationship what's coming up in my future so, I know, I, I cuz I've talked to you a couple times. I know your voice. It's like my girlfriend next door. That's how close we know each other. So, um, you know, we still have the husband situation going on, correct? Yeah, he's in hospice now. He's oh, uh, he's uh right in the final stage of life. Yes. Right. Right. Uh, and I'm so sorry to he- hear that. I'm so sorry. And we yeah. we're sending you lots of love and support from all of us here Thank listening you. and I know everyone is sending you a big ball of energy so Thank to get you. you through the rest of this, right? And so what can happen? You're welcome, sweetie. What can happen is that you're still romantically and emotionally connected to one because that situation is hasn't quite closed its doors, but c- consciously you're like where am i going how am i going i want to keep moving forward to go so those are decisions that you have to really dive deep to say it's okay so meaning i'm empowering you to say it's okay that he even when you were you know, younger and able to communicate clearly and share your um, joys, your sorrows and all that, if he were at that point now to say, hey, if I was, if you were in that situation, I know that you would wish me well. I know that you would continue to love me and I wouldn't feel like you were leaving me behind. And so that's where, and when I said that, I, I felt in your soul, like your soul shook a little, like, ugh, you know? It's like um, when we're married to someone for a really long time and then they're taken away. What happens is some people will still hold on and ha- have this like feeling like I'll never have it or I can't get it or uh, I can't let go because if I let go, they'll think that I left them even though they're physically gone. So if there's this space in you that well, I don't want him to feel, dot, dot, dot. And feeling is, uh, is, not, is not something that's consciously. It's subconscious, too. So I want to empower you to go in and say, is there anything within me from the history I've had with my partner that I would feel, because I added that, with the history of my partner That would keep me from feeling that I could move forward with ease and grace in love without him physically present, right? That I could keep moving forward. But you have to ask yourself that. And you're going to see it and it's going to be a big aha moment. And then I want you to forgive yourself for owning that. You're very powerful, that's why I'm giving you the homework. Okay. I, now, I don't you. do this. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't do it often, but when I do, it's so groundbreaking that you literally jump from, you know, where you feel lack and all that to feeling supported, love, rainbows over your head. But it's it's in you that you have to, because I can shift things all day long and a person will still go back to an old pattern and then, boof, you pull it all back in. So there, uh, just history and knowing that it's all in love. You know, I honor you. I love you. We had an amazing time together, even though we know there's some times that weren't so amazing, but there are a lot of others and that, you know, every it is it is the it is what it is we all get to this place right we all you know differently for some but we all get to this place so it's not a bad thing most of us make it that out of fear of loss and then they get lost in loss right okay does that make sense Yeah, yeah? It, oh, absolutely. And that's all very, very powerful. Very powerful. What, yeah. Thank you. Thank um, you, Mary.
1: Thank you, honey. Okay, so one more. Let's go to California and bring Donna as quickly as possible. Thanks. Thank you. Hi. You're welcome.
2: Uh, Hi, Donna. Well, you made it, girl. Yay. <laughs> I
3: was hoping. I was hoping. I've never... Uh, uh listened to you before and it's a pleasure um uh what i wanted to ask you is i haven't been in a relationship in a long time do you see it happening for me because um it's something that i would like whether it be companionship friendship marriage um yeah if you could tune into your intuition that'd be great
2: hmm so when you were talking so remember i said if you were listening to the show i i there are five ways you can pick up limiting beliefs i was picking up someone else and it's on your mother's side. So was there, did mom have a sister? Now we're talking the childhood stuff. So was there an aunt or a, a neighbor or babysitter that was around you a lot as, as a caregiver? Um, no.
0: Who was, was your caregiver
2: my- when you were little? Uh My mom basically. Yeah. Okay, when your mom needed to have backup, who was the backup? I
3: would help out because she had kids 10, 12, 14 years younger than I. There were eight of us mm-hmm. all together.
2: Oh, that's a lot of kids. All right, so when so your backup are your sisters and brothers then, right? Yes. There you go. There's the answer. Okay, because when you said that, I saw someone else and I saw a knife go right into your head. So it's telling me that somebody was is definitely trying to control or was doing their best to control you, your mind, your thoughts. So was there one of your siblings? I know I'm on it because I can feel it. I just felt the shakiness. Was there somebody who was controlling? Here's, here's, here's how it could look like. You know, I hear what you're saying. But I would I would say it, it you should have said this or you should have wore something else or you should have or it could have been making it sound like what you're saying wasn't wasn't good or wasn't proper or or yet it made you doubt question. Was there something one of your, I
3: didn't have a good relationship with him? He was always yep, putting no, me
2: down. Not your dad yeah. It's not your dad. No. I would pick up your dad. Oh. It's not your dad. No. Oh. It's not. I would immediately go right to the dad. It's not your dad. I know it isn't. I can feel oh. it. I know oh. I'm on this. I can, I'm shaking. Uh, so, so did you have an older brother?
3: I had a, a, a brother a year older and a sister two years older.
2: Okay, Sister was your sister critical or always telling you help me with this help me that go get your sisters was she acting like the mother sometimes no okay who was it cuz we're going to dig on this one girl we're going to there is somebody there i can feel it and i know i'm on it you just don't remember cuz it was a childhood let me get the age um a six uh you have an overlap of 6 and 8 Six and eight. So eight would have been second grade. Six had started. Eight is very predominant. Eight is a very pivotal point in children's lives. It's when we start getting opinions about how we dress, what we like, what we don't like, and then taking the things that we hear at school and bringing them home and sharing them at the dining room table. And then all of a sudden people hearing us and they're having conversations with us at the dining room table. So eight is a very prominent age and having all those siblings, you know, you can get lost, right? Lost in all the energy, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, And so now everybody's fighting for what to be heard at the dining room table or to be seen or whatever they want first, right? So yep. uh, do you have a teacher that was critical? Uh, Would have been second
3: I, grade. I don't remember that far back, sorry. Y-
2: yeah, that's okay, that's okay. Uh, do you remember where you went to school? Yes. Yeah. Okay. California. Did that Okay, perfect. Did you uh remember we can do um second, third, fourth grade cuz it's usually rounded Were they multiple teachers or just one that you stayed in the class all day? Uh one. Okay. Uh do you remember if you change those teachers every year? I think so. Okay, do you remember if you found that you were starting to be critical with other people as you were getting, now let's bring your age older, that's 9, 10, do you find that, oh, I know I'm on it, I can feel it, that you were starting to be critical on others, like uh, starting to be more a little more selective with your friends, or like um, critical, I feel critical, and however that looks like in your life could be you could use the word judgmental you could the words um uh short abrupt maybe more judgmental i don't think i've ever been abrupt so judgmental and that's okay because you know we all are trained to do that and then once we realize what we're doing then we can reel that back in and so and then it's just the environment around us that start teaching us that so then you become a little more judgmental so then um did you find that you know and think about it you have a lot of kids around the house they're all saying no I said this or I want that or it shouldn't have been, it should have been done this way do you hear did you hear a lot of that in the household all the kids like no I did it this way or you know or even maybe an older one said it's better if you do it this way Yeah yeah Mhm So what ends up happening then, if you end up having some, a teacher who's, they, you can call it tough love outside, right? You know, oh, she's being a little tough because, you know, she knows that you have it in you. So you might hear, use your brain or, you know, or work a little harder or, you know, if you take this and spend more time on it, and then you come back to me. And then when you're at home and everybody's telling each other what's better and what's what needs to be done. And then all of a sudden it's like you're, you're actually lost in who you are. Yeah. So then it makes you start. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Then, it, then it makes you start questioning who do I really like? Who, how do I really respond? I mean, I, I track this one, but then I don't like that one and I'll check another one. And I don't like that one either. And then all of a sudden I don't like any of them. Or if I sit back and think was I did any of them really love me <laughs> is, is that kind of your history yeah yeah so you were in an environment that didn't support what you were thinking and your right. decisions and my feelings yeah there you go so now here you are As an adult, because it's never been addressed, it's never been worked on. Here we are talking about it for the first time, but hallelujah, thank God, here it is. Right? Mm -hmm. Thank you. You know, you're still breathing. Yes. Yeah. And then I want you before, because I just heard you shouldn't be dating. What I want you to do, or I hope that you do, is now take some time to think about, you know what? What? I really do like guys that bring me gifts. And, you know, I keep attracting the ones that give me service. I want a gift. And I keep telling them, but they don't listen. So then what you do is you start attracting when you have that, in, you know, I call it the interview, but when you have the, the dates at the beginning, that, you know, when they say, tell me about you, oh, I just I just love it. When people think about me when I'm they're out and about, and they bring me this little, like, it can be a little plant, a little flower, a little this, a little that. And then all of a sudden, you're planting the seed on what you like. Now, if that guy had a wife that all she wanted to do is take, 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 then he's going to end the relationship. But you don't want it because he's not going to fulfill your love language. You see? Mm -hmm. So now it's time for you to really now understand that everybody else was telling you who you should be. And now, right now get in your head get in your body get in your soul don't spend too much time in your head you want to feel it out though and then equalize meaning oh my gosh all the time i always like cats but i never had them i wonder why you know now i like they because they purr they do this they do that you know and start really knowing that writing it down and then when you start getting into relationships but you have to honor yourself If you're going to bring in relationships that are the opposite and hope they change, ah, we already know how that goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can magnetize. You just have to know exactly what you want, right, and feel into it. What makes your heart sing? You can't get into the car if you don't know where you're driving. Does that answer your question, babes? Yeah, it really does, definitely. Wow, you're amazing. (laughs) <laughs> thank you, John. Well, come on back. Come on back and listen to us. View has a lot of amazing people, but I'm here, um, what do we call this, seasonally. So, yes, I love, thank you for listening
1: and letting me help you. Yes, and so Terry Christine, she's coming back on May. So put it on your calendars and come back to her. And also look for her at terrychristine.com. She has amazing services, all types of packages. You'll find the right one for you. And, Terry, is there anything else that we want to say before we finish today?
2: Yes. First off, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for being vulnerable. Thank you for being present. You had amazing questions, and I really am honored, very honored, to be able to serve you in every way. And um, I honor you, too. And uh, happy Valentine's Day, and we'll see you soon. And come back in May and come to my website. And also, Love and Marriage DC. I love you all. And
1: thank you, everybody. Goodbye.